Hello, Grade Nine. Welcome to this podcast episode. So this is our first episode um, after the long break we took in second quarter, um, specifically because our second quarter was really taken up with Shakespeare and performing Shakespeare and doing Ready Player Shakespeare and actually putting up an online production of A Midsummer Night's Dream. We took a break from our from our literature podcast, but now it's third quarter. Now we are back, and this is the first um, episode of the season where we are, where I am going to give you feedback on your Shakespearean sonnet. So your Shakespearean sonnets, it was your final project for the second quarter, and you got your grades already for it. However, my job as a teacher isn't only to give you a grade; it's to really give you proper feedback for your for your projects and um, really talking to you about what were the problems with your piece and how you can improve it so that when you pass future poetry projects, you will show improvement, okay? And I started this thing um, after the first quarter project where you guys wrote your your final creative writing projects. Um, we had something similar to this where I gave you um, feedback on your on your writing and I also um, gave you a song recommendation that would help you improve your writing as well because I really do believe that music is modern day poetry the songs we listen to um, can really teach us how to write poetry and so what better way to make feedback fun than to combine it with the music so this is PS part 2 poetry and songs part 2 and I decided to go with a little bit of a theme for this one. So in the last Poetry and Songs, in the last PS Part 1, where I gave you feedback and I gave you a song recommendation based on the feedback, there was no real theme to it. To the songs that I selected, I just really went through Billy Collins and his poetry lessons, and I selected a song for each category. Okay, but for this, um, for this podcast episode, I decided to go with a bit of a theme, and I wanted to specifically recommend songs from my two favorite bands ever, okay? And so this is kind of like, uh, I had so much fun making this podcast episode because it gave me an excuse to really go through the songs of my favorite bands and really find um, specific songs that would help you as um, as poets, okay? And as poetry students, all right? So what are my two favorite bands, okay? So this is kind of funny because um, one band, it's it's been my, like, probably my oldest favorite band since forever. And my second band that we're going to talk about, it's actually going to be my newest favorite band, which um the most recent discovery for me. So um, the oldest band is no surprise, guys. No, you know this already. Um, ever since elementary, I've been integrating this into our art lessons. I think you can guess who my, who the oldest favorite band is for me. It's the Beatles, okay? And I know this class particularly loves the Beatles also very much. But I love the Beatles. I've loved the Beatles my whole life. But particularly in, I think, my college years was when I really, really... Um, late high school and early college years, I really fell in love. I got obsessed with the Beatles. Good. I love the Beatles. Um, their songs are classics, without a doubt. They changed the music industry forever. And they really brought about the British invasion, where British culture was so popular. And it really brought... 
British culture, um, UK culture into the mainstream because of the Beatles. And there's always something in terms of music that I like. Okay, um, there there are two things in not only in terms of music, but in any type of literature, in any type of media, I love two things. And the first one is, of course, good writing. I'm a literature teacher. I love it when something is well written. And the Beatles have amazing songs, good, beautiful, beautiful songs. And songs that are playful, they're not only like beautiful, they're playful. They play with the English language and they give such good metaphors and they express such deep emotions and they do so some of their songs do it so simply and some of their songs really explore the depths of that emotion. So I love good writing. I will always appreciate good writing. If something has good writing in it, I am a fan. And another thing I really love in terms of music, and not just in terms of music, but also in terms of literature in general, is a sense of brotherhood. I love it when there is a strong sense of of brotherhood when there's a strong sense of relationships with um within um characters or within band members that gets me good that that hits my heart because again the humanities is really it's about being human and one huge thing about being human are the relationships we form with each other and so the beatles these four guys these four english british um guys and their relationship with each other and their distinct personalities was really one of the reasons why I love the Beatles so much. It's not just their music, it's them. It's it's who they are as human beings. And oh man, I was obsessed with them. And no one's gonna contest that. No, no one's gonna say the Beatles aren't cool. Everyone knows the Beatles are cool. And the, the second, second one, guys, um, which, which is very, very new to me, um, and may come as a very big surprise, unlike with the Beatles, I think all of you knew I love the Beatles already, um, but a new band that um, I'm, I can honestly put in my favorite bands of all time list is BTS. Okay, it's a new discovery for me, and oh man, I feel like you guys are shouting, or especially the dudes. I feel like guy students are like, what in the world? And I am not ashamed to say it, but I am a huge fan now. I discovered them throughout um, December, um, December of 2020, and I am. It's been a crazy two months of really listening to their music and learning about them and who they are as artists and as human beings and I can honestly say they're in my top bands list again and it's the same thing as I mentioned before like with the Beatles two things that make me love music or any type of media is always good writing and a sense of brotherhood and BTS has both their songs, the translations of their songs are, if you actually listen to their, if you actually read their translations, their music is so good. They, they're all poets good. All seven of them are great writers. And oh man, they, when you read through some of their English translations of their work, you, you, you'll be shocked good at how smart they are and how how poetic they are and it just it caught me off guard i just thought you know i think every person's um who's not a fan they think that they're the only reason why they're popular is because um a lot of girls like them um and that's not the case you know because when you actually really listen to their music and read their lyrics you see that they have the hearts of poets good okay so it's it's really really good writing they're great musicians they're artists good 
Um, and what's so cool is that they express it not only through their lyrics but also through their melodies and through their dance and through their clothes. Um, and oh man, it's it's insane how how talented they are and how they express themselves th through any way possible. Good and so a song tells a whole story not just through the lyrics but also through the melody and through the harmony and through their choreography even and through what they're wearing and it's it's such a trip and it's so cool um i'm so happy that i'm a fan now and maybe this hopefully like this will kind of persuade you because i know there's a lot of bias against them because they are so popular um people tend to really dislike popular things because i don't know you feel cooler when you're not going with the mainstream personally i don't care i don't care whether something is dubbed cool or not i like what i like and i find what I find cool, cool, okay? I'm integrating it into this podcast and hopefully try to convince some of you to join the army and to become a fan as well and to overcome your biases because I wasn't a fan before. Like, I really didn't think I would ever like them as musicians. Um, I, I respected when people liked them. Um, I didn't make fun of people because they liked them, but I just always thought that it's just not my thing, but apparently it is. As I mentioned before, not only are they good writers, not only are they, are they artists, there's also such a strong sense of brotherhood. And it's even double that of the Beatles. Because the Beatles, there were four of them. There's, there's seven of them, okay? And so th there's seven different human beings and they have this brotherhood. And oh man, it just gets to me good. And that's also one of the major reasons why I'm such a fan now. Um, and that's one of the major reasons why I'm integrating it now into our lessons and into our podcasts and stuff because Teacher Engong has to stay motivated to work too and one way I can really motivate myself is to bring my interests in to my lessons, okay? And hopefully you guys will have fun as well. I hope this will be a learning experience for you also, okay? So um, what's so cool, guys, is that I really believe that what the Beatles did for the UK, BTS will do for Asia. I feel like they are the Asian Beatles, um, and they are the Beatles of this generation. Good. I know some people will scream at me saying that, but it's true. In terms of popularity and in terms of artistic influence, they are the Beatles of this generation. And it's so cool because my whole life, I've wanted to grow up in the generation of the Beatles. If ever you would ask me what like what time would you want to go back to, I would always say um, the time of the Beatles, because I would love to have been alive when the Beatles were were booming. And I'm, I'm so, so happy, happy that now we have like the Asian version of the Beatles, and I'm alive for their rise. Good. Um, so oh man, I'm such a geek about it. But I feel like it's really been a dream come true for me. I'm sorry this is taking so long. I'm, I know I'm super justifying why I'm a fan now. But anyway, basically those are the two things. Okay, we have the Beatles and we have BTS. And so um, I div I went through your poems, guys, and I found, I kind of grouped you guys together into three groups. Oh no, four groups. I grouped it together into four groups, and each group had a similar problem. They had a similar trait that needs correcting in terms of your poetry writing okay so you guys got very good grades um even if you look at your grades i think everyone got a line of nine and above or at least high eights okay the, the lowest i think was like 88 or something okay so those are good grades all right and um be rewarded good i rewarded you with a good grade 
but um, I do want to point out things you can improve on as well. So I'll tell you what the problem is, and then I'm going to give you one Beatles song and one BTS song that will hopefully inspire you and will kind of instruct you on how you can fix your problem in your piece of writing. Okay, so again, I'm kind of, I diagnosed what the problem is, what needs improvement in your writing, and I'm kind of, as a medicine, I'm giving you one Beatles song and one BTS song in order to to improve as a writer okay and so um again along with this podcast episode there will be a youtube playlist and a spotify playlist where you should listen to the music okay so that's four groups um two songs each that's eight songs um so not only you have to listen to this podcast episode you do have to listen to the songs as well it's up to you how you want to do this guys because you can actually listen to the whole podcast episode and then listen to the songs or you can listen to the first part of the podcast episode until i give songs and then you can listen to the songs and then go back to the podcast episode it's up to you no personally i would do it like that i would I would listen to the podcast episode until I reach um, the song recommendation, um, the first song recommendation, and then I would listen to those two songs, and then I would go back to the podcast episode, and then the second round of song recommendations, I would listen to them and so on. But you can also listen to the full episode and then listen to the songs after. Um, the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm putting a YouTube playlist is because for the BTS songs, you are gonna need translations, okay? You are gonna need translations for it and so you can't do that on Spotify and so if you only listen to the Spotify playlist you won't learn anything from their lyric writing so I do also recommend that you really listen to the YouTube playlist instead of the Spotify playlist I only made a Spotify playlist so that if you do like the songs you can go back to it and I'm hoping you will like the songs guys okay I'm hoping that um, you will actually see the value, obviously, in the Beatles. Everyone's agreed on the Beatles, I think. But then again, you know, maybe not everyone. Maybe not everyone knows their music. So be introduced to the Beatles and be introduced to BTS and see that, you know, like what you want to like. If you don't like it, it's fine. Um, but, you know, you can support our Asian brothers, all right? Um, and see the value of it. Alright, so let's begin. Now, um, the first group I have, guys, it's Craig, Snow, and Zandra. Okay, so Craig, Snow, and Zandra, I kind of put you together in the same group, alright? So, Craig, um, by the way, guys, um, I really like your titles. I really like the, one of the instructions was really to do poems with with titles of, um, the titles should be words that you made up, alright? So I, I really liked your, I really liked your titles, um, it was very cool. So Craig's title was Oxide, um, Oxide, um, Snow's was Sharp Blasted, and then Xandra's was Mutatiophobia. Okay, Oxide, Sharp Blasted, and Mutatiophobia. So I kind of put them all together. So I'm gonna start with Craig. Um, Craig, the thing with yours was that you had so many good lines in your poem. Um, I also recommend you take down notes, by the way, guys, um, as I go through each, as I go through each, um, poem, as I go through your, your, especially if I call your name and I talk about your poem, um, take down notes, um, so that you will learn what you need to improve, okay? So, Craig, um, 
um, pause the video here and get a notebook or something so you can take this down. But with yours, Oxseed, with your poem, um, you had so many good lines. Um, there were several lines and there were several parts where, which were very, very strong, okay? However, it was a little bit all over the place. Um, it was good separately. These lines were good separately, but you didn't really connect them to form one entire picture to form one overall experience so there was so much potential in your poem but the only thing you had to do was to really tie them together really connect them um, because they did feel a little scattered it did feel a little random it didn't feel like one complete poem it felt like a collection of well-written and and poetic lines but it didn't tie together okay um and so that was the main problem with yours good lines good separate lines but they didn't really come together as a whole okay now, now with, with snows um it was a, a bit of a step up from craigs in that snows was it was all connected it did tell one whole story um like craigs it had good parts it had good lines and you were and he was able to tie them together however it was a little bit choppy it didn't flow so well together okay so the transitions between lines were sudden and out of the blue and a little bit jarring so that's the thing guys no um with Craig, very good parts, they weren't connected. With Snow, Sharp Blasted, okay, the name of his poem was Sharp Blasted. Good parts, connected, but could have been better, alright? It, it was a little bit, the transitions between lines were jarring, they didn't flow together. And with poetry, Mangod, poetry should should flow, okay? It should, um, it should have a rhythm, it should have a good natural rhythm to it and not be so um this line kind of jumps out at you okay um and, and so that's, that's something, something you need to improve on um and, and then Zandra is the third in this group um with mutatiophobia and the thing about Zandra's Zand yours was very well connected to each other okay um I want to point out that Snow and Zandra's endings your GG lines were very very good good okay your GG lines were very very strong and they really gave so much power to your poem. Um, so, Zandra, you did connect things very well. And again, I sort of feel like Zandra's was a step up from Snow. So, um, we go from Craig to Snow and then to Zandra, um, where she was able to connect things very, very well. The thing is, though, guys, with you, Zan, and again, take this down, is that the, the flaw in your sonnet was that it was a little bit flat. And expected. While I was reading the poem, nothing surprised me. It was a little bit one note. So you were able to connect things very, very well together. Um, however, the overall experience was a little bit flat. It wasn't as it, there was no surprising moments. There were no there was no moment of discovery. I knew what was going to happen. I knew what you were going to say. And so while it was well written. A poem should surprise. It should kind of, it should be a little bit more interesting. It should be a little bit more creative. All right. Um. So, but very very good. And I even put in my notes where um the end saved it, where it was expected all throughout, but the ending was beautiful and it was surprisingly 
beautiful, but the rest of it was a little bit flat. Okay, so this is the first group I put together, and so we go to the song recommendations, okay? So what these three have in common good in this first group is that you're taking separate things and you have to tie them all together, okay? Um, and that's that's a huge part of poetry, you know, where you you have so many thoughts and so many emotions and you want to say so many things and you have to find a way to tie it all together to be one cohesive thing and not only does it have to be cohesive but it needs to have it can't be flat it has to be exciting there has to be progression there has to be change within a poem and this is hard guys it's hard to add surprises and changes within a poem and still keep it cohesive, okay? So my Beatles recommendation for this is Come Together. I think this song does this very well where, um, first of all, the rhythm's so good. And this is something that this group kind of needed work on, the rhythm, okay? Where Craig's didn't really have a rhythm. Snow's rhythm could have been better. And Xander's rhythm was a little bit flat. There was no... It didn't speed up at any point it didn't get exciting at any point okay until the end and so come together i think is a great example of a piece of literature because music is literature i do consider it as part of literature um it, it has a cool rhythm okay and um there are so many beautiful lines in come together but they connect to each other and they form overall one cool song it's also very smooth when you listen to Come Together. It's very, very smooth. The lines connect to each other and flow into each other very, very well. And also, no one would say Come Together is a flat song, okay? It's a cool song. It has good swagger. It has a good vibe to it. It has a good flow to it. Um, but it picks up. It's exciting. It's weird. The, the lyrics are actually very odd and very, very poetic. Okay, so that's the Beatles recommendation for this group. And the BTS recommendation for this group I picked. I picked Boys With Fun, okay? Um, so the cool thing about Boys With Fun, guys, is that it's the same thing, as I mentioned before. Very good rhythm. And um, in BTS, there are three rappers. No, there's the rap line. And so most of their songs good ha it has rap good um and so the rhythm will be very very good and you can learn a lot from the rhythm of their songs so there's such a good rhythm to their to the music and the thing about boys with fun is that the goal of writing this song for them was to really show off their distinct personalities within one song okay so they wanted to show their distinct personalities within one single song and this is very hard guys because there's seven of them and so they each wrote their lines and then they put it together in this song boys with fun so they each kind of wrote something to express themselves and then they had to put it together into one song and i think they were very very successful in this um the song is it's kind um it's described as being a retro hip-hop song they were successful in it it is chaotic guys um this song is chaotic because it's seven different personalities however while it is chaotic it's also so cohesive it makes sense where the song it's about them as fun loving boys good 
Alright? And it gets very clearly expressed throughout the song. And so I hope you enjoy it. Um, so you can listen to that now or you can um, listen to the rest of the episode and then listen to it later. But particularly those three, you know, Craig, Snow, and Xander, I think you can learn a lot from these songs um, in terms of the rhythm, in terms of the how the lines flow into each other, how separate parts can be combined to form one whole thing, one piece of writing, um, and also for it to be exciting and for it to still be weird. Like, just because it's cohesive doesn't mean there won't be anything surprising, doesn't mean there won't be anything that will kind of like um, surprise you or delight you as you listen to it. You don't want to be, you don't want to be um, boring, or you don't want to be expected, you still want to have fun with it, okay? So both these songs, I think, will be very helpful to this specific group, okay? So that's it for the first, um, for the first round, for the first round of, of song recommendations for the first group, alright? Now we're gonna move on to the second group, okay? And this is Julian, Aldrian, and Liam. Okay, um, Julian, Aldrian, and Liam. Now, I put you guys together in the same group. So these are your poem titles, okay? We have AM Blues by Julian. We have The Mistial Mind by Aldrian. And then we have Gosu by Liam. All right, so again, we have AM Blues by Julian, The Mistial Mind by Aldrian, and then we have Gosu by Liam. So let's go through it. So the thing about Julian's AM Blues, okay, um, these are my notes on it. I really like this poem, okay? Um, I really, really liked it. And reading it, it was it was a good level. I, I'm happy with your level of of being a poet after reading this poem you are kind you are where you should be in terms of poetic expression okay you aren't behind or anything there's room for improvement but you are at a good level and um your rate of improvement your your improvement in general will really be determined by how well you respond to the correction okay so respond to this feedback because your poem is very good and if you just correct the minor comments I have on your writing, um, you will really, really get better and better, okay? Because my main comment for Yu-Gi-Oh! Jules is that um, you needed to use more metaphor, mo more poetic devices. Um, your poem was very good, it was deep, it was heartfelt, but it was too straight to the point. Okay, it was too straight to the point where it felt like reading an essay already, okay? Um, it felt like reading a very beautiful essay, but a poem isn't an essay. A poem is different from a paragraph. A poem, good, it is more playful. It is more secretive with its readers. You can't be too straight to the point with poetry. And this is hard, guys, you know, because I know whenever I teach writing and when we do, like, essay writing, or story writing even, one major advice we always give is you have to be very clear. You have to be very straight to the point when you're writing something like an essay. Um, because it's about communicating good and communicating clearly. But with poetry, you should be a little less clear. You should be a little more mysterious. Where poetry, it takes longer to figure out. I always say this good, I always say, Poetry takes longer to figure out. Um, and 
the reason for this is because you work harder as readers we work harder to understand it we work harder to figure out the poet and when we do it's so rewarding um poems should be harder to interpret and harder to understand so that the reward of having understood it will be stronger as well okay so just remember that language jewels where when you're writing a poem add a mystery add a line that will confuse your readers a little bit and will make readers kind of wonder what did she mean by that you don't want to be too clear and too straight to the point when writing a poem so use metaphors use symbolism add secrets hide things within your writing for readers to discover on their own don't spell it out for them too much Okay, and this is very similar to Aldrian. Okay, Aldrian, I put in my comments, good, good, very good. Okay, I, I, I even noted down where your poem, it felt Arthurian. So we talked about the Arthurian legend and romances in first quarter. Your poem felt like it belonged to that world, like it belonged to that universe. And I really, really enjoyed it. But again, it was a little too straight to the point. It was so clear. Like, the image you were painting for us was crystal clear. And that's not very good for a poem. That's great for an essay. But for a poem, you need a little more secrecy. You need a little bit more playfulness. Tease your readers a little bit more. And don't just tell them exactly what you want to say. You want to kind of hide what you want to say behind layers of meaning and behind layers of words that the readers have to peel back in order to understand. So a little less clarity, a little more secrecy and playfulness good when you're writing a poem, okay? Um, and with Liam goes to, okay, I put good. And what's nice about yours, Liam, was it was actually very biblical. Um, your The advice you were giving in your poem was, was very good. It was very biblical, okay? However, the message was so good but the words themselves were not beautiful enough. So your message was beautiful. So if it were a piece of candy bar, the candy tasted very good. But the wrapper wasn't very beautiful, okay? It wasn't colorful enough. Um, and so you can't do that with a poem. Your message should be good and beautiful, but your writing also has to be good and beautiful. So I grouped these together, guys, because you all kind of had the same problem, and that's really using poetic writing, finding a way to make your words more beautiful and more poetic, and that it's, it's playful and it's, it's symbolic, and readers will think about your words and try to understand them and try to figure out what you mean by them and in so doing guys that's such a good feeling Magud, when you don't really understand a poem yet and you're kind of just thinking about the words and how beautiful they sound and because they sound so beautiful readers want to understand it that's such a beautiful thing in poetry and so i think the three of you can learn from that um, use more metaphor, use more symbolism, add more secrecy and playfulness. Don't be too straight to the point with your poetry. Okay, so what are my song recommendations for this? My Beatles recommendation for this is Eleanor Rigby. Eleanor Rigby is, it really was a song um, that was written um, because of a question. Um, the Beatles had a question and it was all the lonely people, where do they all come from? 
Um, and it's a beautiful question, and it's a big question. All the lonely people, where do they all come from? And so they wrote a song about it. And this song, guys, Eleanor Rigby, it's it's a story, and it's full of beautiful images. And it's up to the listener to understand what these images are saying. Okay, and the only thing that really gives light to them are the, it's the question all the lonely people, where do they all come from? Okay, it tells a story about Anna Rigby and Father Mackenzie and it, it gives us all of these these stories, these miniature stories that you know have a deeper meaning and in some way answer the question that the Beatles are presenting to us. All the lonely people, where do they all come from? So it's a song people love listening to so much because it captures that emotion very well. It captures the sadness of that question, but it also gives us answers in a very, in a non-straightforward way. It gives us answers to the question through these mini stories that it's up to us to analyze and to figure out. Na. So that's my Beatles recommendation for this group, Eleanor Rigby. And my BTS song recommendation for this group is Life Goes On, um, which is from their latest album, B. Um, and the thing about Life Goes On, guys, is oh man, it's almost every line has a metaphor in there. Um, if, when you listen to it, go through each line and there will be some poetic device that's being used to add to the beauty of the song good and it's just one beautiful metaphor after another and the thing about life goes on is it's really written about quarantino because they wrote the b album during um the pandemic and they really captured the sorrow and the and the hope but also the sense of family and they captured the depth of the pandemic in that song that I believe and they did so with their poetic devices and uh, the thing about life goes on is it's both sad and hopeful at the same time like certain lines like even the the line life goes on it it can mean both it feels like this is never going to end but at the same time it also feels like be hopeful life will continue on so even in that line alone depending on the words that surround it depending on which part of the song you're listening to even those words they mean different things okay and it can be something sorrowful it can be something hopeful and either way it's very very beautiful it's a very very beautiful song so since this group struggled a little bit with um symbolism and and adding more more playfulness and secrecy and androgyny to their writing i think these two songs will be very helpful for you um again eleanor rigby and life goes on all right so We go to the next group, um, the next three students, which is Z, Cassandra, and Caleb. Okay, Z, Cassandra, and Caleb, um, you are in this third group. Um, and so Z's poem was called Star Shame, Cassandra's was called Eupersipia, and Caleb's was Clex. Okay. Um, again, I really like the I really like the titles of your of your songs, guys. I particularly like this group's. 
titles, okay? Starship, you percipient, collects. I don't know, it sounds... They're good words. They're very, very good words. And I'm happy you took inspiration from Shakespeare in making those words up. But cool, because Starship, you percipient, collects. I, I don't know, it sounds like... It sounds like characters in a fantasy novel, alright? So, okay, for we'll start with Z and Star Shame, okay? And basically, guys, I have the same comment for all of these, um, for all of these poems, good, okay? So Z's poem was very, very cute. It was very, very unexpected, and it was very, very sweet, okay? Very, very nice, good. It, it was, it, it was like, oh, like, it made me go like that, basically, okay? It made me go like, oh, that's sweet. Um, and it was very, very cutesy, and I didn't expect it from, from Z, you know? Um, very, very good poem. And and then we have Cassandra's, which I really just put okay, I put for Cassandra cheesy but good. Um because it was very, very cheesy, but it was good. Um and the same thing with Caleb's. I put um cheesy but sweet. It works. Um and that's something I noticed with these three poems good. Um these three poems were were on the cheesy side of things, okay? They were on the cheesy side of things. They were, they were kind of like killig killig and like ee, like kind of like you know killig but like cringy at the same time. And that was my feeling, okay? Where it was kind of cheesy. It's kind of like ew, but you know you like it at the same time. Um, and I like that. I like that your poems embrace the cheesiness of it, because there are some that try to be romantic and they try to be like romantic without being cheesy. Um, and that's hard to do. Um, but these three poets kind of like said, okay, we're gonna write about something romantic or something killig and we're gonna embrace it. Um, we're like, it's fine to be cheesy. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. They were very entertaining poems. Okay, so um, my, my advice to you guys is keep practicing, okay? Um, embrace your cheesiness. If you wanna be a cheesy poet, you know, be a cheesy poet. Um, I'm not going to sing. It was like it was too cheesy. Um, I don't know. I like the cheese, and again, it's kind of that feeling where it's it's killig but cringy at the same time. Um, it's a very unique emotion, and you guys expressed it very very well. So I really enjoyed your your poem. So what did I give to you guys? All right, the poems I gave to you, the Beatles. Well, it's a classic. I want to hold your hand. It was the cheesiest song of the Beatles I found. Um, I want to hold your hand. I'm sure we all know that, but give it another listen. It's sweet and it's like, it's, I don't know, it makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside. Okay, um, and that's my Beatles song rack for you guys. And then for, with the BTS song, I chose, um, a song called Embarrassed. There, there's another title for it. It's also called Blanket Kick, okay? So Embarrassed or Blanket Kick. Um, this is, I, so far, I haven't listened to all of their music, but, um, because I'm, Baby Paco, I'm fairly new to this band, but um, this was the cheesiest song that I have heard so far. Um, that was sung by the whole band. There's actually another one that I really wanted to recommend, but it's only sung by the vocal line. So I said, no, there are three man rappers, so that's the rap line, and then there are four singers, that's the vocal line. And there was a song, it's called Dimple, that it's so cheesy, but it's so good. Like, kind of good, it's killig and cringy at the same time, it's cheesy. Um, but I oh, I really wanted to recommend songs sung by the whole band for this podcast episode. So um, I didn't put in Dimple, but I did put in Embarrassed or Blanket Kick. So there are two possible titles to this, no? Um, the, it's, the English translation is Embarrassed, but the Korean title is Blanket Kick. Okay? And oh man, this song is so like 
Bean Boy cheesy gyun. It's Bean Boy with a crush. It expresses that feeling teenagers have, teenage guys specifically have, when they like a girl. Okay, um, and so listen, give it a listen. Listen to the um, read the lyrics. Um, the thing about this guys is that um, the the thing that I with blanket kick, it's a term in Korea where you you do something within the day that's cringy. And then when you go home at night and you're lying down in your bed, you remember it and you cringe at yourself and so you kick your blanket. That's kind of like the the explanation of the song, okay? So um, it's a term in Korea, blanket kick. That feeling at the end of the day when you look back and you remember you did something cringy and so you kind of like kick your blanket away from you because you're kind of cringing at yourself and at what you did that day. So that's the meaning of the song. It, it expresses that emotion where like, you're with the person you like and you're so killing and you do something cringy and then at the end of the day when you're lying in bed you remember what you did and you kind of like ew 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 and then you kick your blanket and you kind of take your cringe out on your blanket and the song is so good it fits that feeling very very well and so that that's kind of like my gift to you guys the cheesy group of this um of the class um caleb cassandra and z Alright, and so we go to the final group, guys. Now, if you'll notice, some students aren't mentioned, no? Um, because they used their readathon prize in order to get out of this project, okay? So, um, I'm Jared, Matthew, and Christian used their Patronos. That's it, right? I'm pretty sure that, that those were the only ones who used it. Um, they're the ones who used the Patronos. Um, and so they didn't have to write the sonnet, which, you know, I'm bummed about that, but they are the readathon. They did have a readathon badge, and so they had the right to use it, no? Um, but I'm so happy. That's why I also really like this podcast because you can still learn from it. But one thing I hate, Mongod, when I give like these, like, um, okay, you 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 don't have to do this project. Is you really miss out on an opportunity to learn, um, and a part of me it's like, oh, I'm so happy they didn't have to do that project and that they were rewarded for the readathon. Another part of me is like, oh, but they really missed out on an opportunity to learn. But because we're doing feedback via this podcast setup, I'm so happy that you guys can still learn from it so um you're still expected to listen to everything and to learn from this podcast episode maybe find which group you belong in um are you in the lack of rhythm group are you in the lack of poetic writing group or are you in the um this third group of being cheesy okay and the fourth group we have now um this is the my top three okay char so it's gonna be like a good thing that you're in this group we have isa nanya and sydney so isa nanya and sydney i you were my top three sonnets for this quarter okay so isa's was moontail nanya's was the liminary and sydney was shimstar okay so moontail the liminary and shimstar i love your poems obviously they're on my top three list so for isa i put so good i love the darkness and the beauty of it but your poem had kind of this darkness to it but at the same time it was very very beautiful and um to my fellow army isa you your song reminded me a little bit of black swan i was really tempted to put in black swan 
in the in the playlist but it didn't really fit into your group but side mention na lang na nga Isas reminded me of BTS's Black Swan okay um because it had that darkness and that beauty to it all right so Nenia's the liminary oh my very very good good Nen um well while reading your poem what I put down here good was that you have the heart of a poet your poem showed me that you have potential good to be a poet you have potential to be a writer it was very deep and very profound and very beautiful both message and also your writing was very very beautiful good and then we have sydney with shim star um also i put one of the best very good and the reason why i loved yours so much sid was because you saw the extraordinary in the ordinary your poem really showed me that you can look at something ordinary and you can see something extraordinary in it. So very, very beautiful and very beautiful for different reasons, guys. You know, I like that these three best ones are really beautiful in very unique ways. So Isa's Moontail was both dark and beautiful at the same time and she melded those two very well together. Nanya's The Liminary was very revealing of the heart that she has and that she has true potential to be a poet and then we have sydney's shim star which really pointed out the extraordinary in the ordinary things of this world so these are my top three good job girls all right um very very good job and my advice to you my feedback to you is keep practicing um just keep practicing good keep writing and you will get better and better at it. I am um, you so far. You three, based on the Shakespearean sonnets, I think you're of the highest level in terms of poetic writing. And so keep practicing. And that's to everyone, guys. To everyone, keep practicing. And you will create beautiful things. Good the more you practice. Okay. So my final songs for the day, um, for the final Beatles song for this podcast episode is "Across the Universe," one of my favorite Beatles songs, and full of poetic writing similar to life goes on no Ev almost every line in across the universe has a hidden meaning and paints a very beautiful picture and it paints it with words so listen to across the universe and kind of get lost in the beauty of that song um fun fact the across the universe it's the first song that was ever launched into space um, they sent out the space shuttle and they were trying to decide what piece of music should we kind of project, should we put in that space shuttle. And also, there was another time where they kind of broadcasted a song to the universe as kind of, to, to like the solar system, as kind of like a call to see if any other planet would respond. And in both cases, you know, the song they chose for the space shuttle and the song they chose to broadcast to the to the solar system, to the universe, was this song, Across the Universe. So they always say that if ever there are aliens, aliens out, out there, there the, the first, first human, human song they listen to will be Across the Universe by the Beatles. Okay, so I'm giving that to this specific group, but I'm also giving that to all of you. Okay, and my final BTS song for the for this podcast episode is my favorite of their songs, um, which is Microcosmos. Um, Microcosmos was the song that really made me decide that, okay, 
I love this band. I think everyone has that No Wither favorite band where you just hear a song and that's the moment it happens for you. And you kind of accept that, okay, I'm a fan now. Um, and it was Microcosmos for me. I love this song. Microcosmos means a small universe that's part of a bigger universe. So it goes very well together with Across the Universe, no? Because... Um, microcosmos, It's that's what it means. It means a smaller universe within a bigger universe. And this song is so beautiful. You just listen to the lyrics. Um, well, no, listen to the song, but then read the lyrics. And it's so... It's one of the most beautiful songs that I've ever heard. Um, in that it kind of compares people to stars. How each star has its light. Each person has their light. As well, and we should keep shining on. Um, oh man, this I love love this song so much. And so that's a for me a perfect way to end this podcast episode. Thank you for letting me geek out for almost an hour um, about poetry and about the Beatles and about BTS. Thank you for the support. Um, and I hope you also. I mean, I hope you also enjoy the music that I gave to you. I hope you learn from the feedback I gave. And, you know, if ever you're not fans of either band, even if you're not a fan of Shakespeare or of Lit, may this be a reminder that find the things that you love and hold on to it and love the things that you love. Um, God has given us so many things to enjoy, even if we don't enjoy the same things. Um, what a great thing that we can talk to each other about our love for these songs and for these poems. Thank you so much, Grade 9, Teacher Eng, signing out.